This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, Georgie, check for Dadsy. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. <whistles> only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery free in terms supply. See mcdonalds.com. You made it. Here. Finally. Checked out of office to check into the sweet views of that place you've always wanted to go. You know the one. It's nice. Even the kids like it. This place is so cool. And they never like it. Mom, can we go to the pool? Look at that. Not even asking for the Wi-Fi. When you're with Amex, it's not if it's going to happen, but when. American Express. Don't live life without it. Leicester City have a penalty kick in the sixth minute of injury time. Injury time. Injury time. Look out, takes. Almunia saves. Look out, follows in. Almunia saves again. And now Wapner on the counter attack. Forestieri. Oh, I don't believe this. Here's Hawk. Dini. I do not believe what I've just seen. Trondini has scored from a Leicester penalty that was saved by Almunia. Do not scratch your eyes. Do not scratch your eyes. Do not scratch your eyes. We have two uh, very special guests that are coming to join us. Uh, we know them quite well from away days, um, and they're from uh, they're the Watford fans from Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast. So we have Justin and Pete uh, that are going to come and join us uh, any second in the live panel. Here they are. Hello, welcome, guys. How nice to you? see you again, Pete. Hello, How boys. you doing? Yeah, not too bad, Justin. How are you? How, how's things? All right, mate. Yeah, apart from we're going to have no forward line at this rate. Apart from that, yeah, we're all right. Yeah, <laughs> everything's rosy. Uh, hello to okay. Chris as well. Um, remember you from last time. So, hello, everybody. How are you? You're good. Uh, Welcome, mate. lads. Oh, good. We've got, we've got, two, we've got two pits now. We've got two pits now. This week. Can we get confusing? <laughs> <laughs> Could I'm, be. I'm fine. Did... To avoid confusion, just call me Charlie. That's fine. Oh. <laughs> I was going to say, if people get confused, just call me Dave, because most people either call me Dave or Pete or yeah. whatever it is. So we've got a couple of names, Pete, so we'll be absolutely fine. We but, call you Pedro. <laughs> why not? Why not? If, I, think, I think it's the right pay, If you pay 40 million and you get me, you have every right to be disappointed. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> we crash out a deal here now. <laughs> you laugh. You laugh, Look, but me, me and Justin are starting up front against Preston on Saturday for Watford, by the way, looks of things. So. Looking forward to that. I think at this point now, um, you know, it, it, it's it's clear that you guys think that Jao Pedro is on his way. Are, are you, you know, it was rumoured today that actually the, the, there was another bid 
um, coming around the, the, the 30 million mark. Um, are you are you with that mindset now, both of you, that Justin and Pete, that, that he's gone, that, that he's, he's going to be a Newcastle player very soon? Good. Do you want to start with that, Pete? Um, it's it's probably too early to tell. Um, one of the things, just reading a, a lot of the comments from from all you guys who are, who are watching, a, a lot of people are saying, you know, we don't mind spending big, but it's got to be the right person. This this lad, people will look at his stats. Last year, he was playing in a team that was beyond hopeless. I mean, it really was shocking. Um, and yet he still came up with some divine moments. One, one at your place, obviously, in the 88th. Just get that, that in there, obviously. Yeah, yeah. But it, during the season, his stepfather, who's been massively influential, passed away. Massive effect on the lad. He was he was struggling up front. Um, we were all over the place. So really, you shouldn't you shouldn't judge him on what he did last season because that what he was playing in a mess of a team. Um, when he had played and ha- had some support in and around the Premiership, the kid is mustard. You talked about working across the front three. He can play anywhere across the front three. But what you are absolutely buying, and this is where I think Charlie's point about one for the future is that is you are buying somebody with absolutely, if you do buy him, massive potential. And that is why Watford fans are currently kicking bins and anything else that will move uh, at, at the moment at the thought of losing him. We've had Saar, we've had Dennis, but the one everybody wanted to keep is Pedro. Um, it, he played, he had a stinker last night. Anybody who saw him last night at Birmingham, don't judge him on his second half there. It's completely atypical. He he is a strong lad who is growing, who is starting to grow into a man's body. And he yet hasn't got his fixed position. I think he could be the next kind of Roberto Firmino personally, because he's got a great touch. He's incredibly strong. He can beat people for fun. He can find a pass and he can finish when he's got something playing behind him. If he goes up to you guys and has better players playing him around him, he will be, he'll be fearsome. I think he could be, uh, you know, yeah, he, he, he could fill a number nine shirt up there, which is, you know, let's face it, saying something. I think you also have to bear in mind he's he's not even 21 yet, I don't think. I think he's still 20 years old. And we've seen him for, well, it's probably the third season that we've been watching him. And he, there is something special about him. He is developing and he is growing into a very, very good player. I, I, I wouldn't want to put a price on him because, you know, I don't value footballers. But 20 million did feel a bit low, got to say. Um, I, I think, you know, if you do get him, you'll like him and you'll treasure him. Um, and I think he'd be a good player for you too. I think I think a lot of the people at Watford would see thirty million, even that being very low, and would want a massive sell-on percentage because obviously once he comes to you guys and with your ownership now, he's only going to go to the Bernabeu or, or, um, or maybe Juve, maybe Bayern, maybe the New Camp if they ever sort their finances out. That's where he would go and it would be for big money. And I, I appreciate you. We're talking about a kid who's playing in the championship here and you should probably be quite rightly going, yeah, yeah, whatever, whatever. No, this kid is the real deal. Def, genuinely, you will be bringing in some potential that could be uh, could be a, could be a, a legend on the Gallagate, definitely. It, it, Pete, it's really interesting that, that both yourself and Justin have said that is because, you know, those thoughts and look, uh, Richie, I'll come to you uh, in a second with this, is that um, those thoughts are actually, you know, the opposite of what a lot of Newcastle fans have been thinking. They've thought, you know, because he's in the championship, because he's, you know, his stats in terms of his goals and assists haven't stacked up. Um, you know, it, 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 it's it's one of them where we think, you know, he's not good enough. He, he's not at that level. Um, you know, 
Richie, from what you've heard from, from the likes of Peter Justin, has it changed your perspective on him? What was your perspective on Pedro before we started the show tonight anyway? To be to be fair, and I, you know, I'm normally all right with like uh, you know overseas players and younger players, but I didn't know much about João Pedro, so it's nice to get the you know the opinions of the two Watford lads. I must admit, when I was when we were looking, we were rumored to be looking at uh, Watford targets. I always thought we'd possibly be going for someone like Saar because we've got that dying need of that right winger sort of thing, and obviously he's had some fantastic uh, appearances when he's been in the Premier League. Um, so I thought he was the natural one we would probably go for out of the three. Uh, I know Dennis was looked at. You know, he, he had a decent goal return. Uh, I saw a tweet today saying that you know that he couldn't believe they'd let Dennis go. He scored so many goals in the Premier League. They'd had Maxwell Corney go. Uh, you know, these were people who are twenty million and uh, seventeen million, but we're looking to be paying more than that for someone whose stats were technically worse. So you know, I think it's one of these transfers which really, really split the the fan base. But I think people have got to realise he's still young. He's twenty, and as the, as the lads have said, this is the player that they want to keep most. So for me, that's what you know gives the lad. Um, best way, it's, it's you know, it's, it's you know that that that's what you know makes the most. So that the team doesn't want to lose a player. For me, that means he's the better of the three that are up there who've been there. So yeah. for me, if that's the case, I'm you know. I know they might be getting a 30 million handshake for getting them this way, but I think by the sounds of it, they'd prefer to keep them than, than you know, get that money, to be fair. So it's nice to hear those thoughts, but uh, obviously if it's one for the future and we know the way that Eddie Howe can coach and what he can bring to the people, the way he can develop them, then, you know, it, it could be one of these ones where, it, as you know, as Pete said, he might go at a level where the only teams that can be able to nick him in the future are possibly your Real Madrid, your Juventus, your Bayern Munich and your Barca's. To touch on on that point, what you just said about being in being somewhere with a reliable coach, because Eddie Eddie Howe has always been a developmental coach as much as a, a manager. If you look at Yao Pedro, since we signed him, we've had about I don't know, literally twelve managers, something like that. We've probably had about as many patterns of play. He's had about as many positions. I mentioned earlier on, we don't necessarily know what his best position is. That's been because of the lack of stability at the club in terms of the management side. It's it's you know it's one of the, the idiosyncrasies of being a Watford fan. Um, if if he gets that, he could really be something. And the reason why Watford are picking out, you know, Watford fans are picking out because he's the one we want to build the side around. Because you've been been able to see from about the middle of last season that he's growing into the body that's developing. Before he was a he was a kid who we'd bought in from Brazil, and you know he, he wasn't quite maturing. Now you can see where where his physiological development is taking him. His tactical head and his technical ability are already there. It just needed his body to catch up, and he's he's now he, he could really be something quite quite fearful. I mean, myself and my son had a conversation, and this is when we had Saar and he was playing well, and we thought that genuinely Yao Pedro could be the first hundred million pound player leaving Watford he has he is that potentially good if you get him and you harness him you've you've got something but if you get him and you loan him back to us for the rest of the season we'll love you to bits even more (laughs) I think the one thing I I must say that I I did take from a lot of the comments obviously we know he's a good technical player as you've just said Pete was the fact he's got a good work ethic you know, he's, you know, he's he never stops running and stuff like that. So he's going to help, you know, develop that press from the front that you know Eddie Howe wants to deliver at Newcastle. So 
with you know there's a lot of things that people say like you know young lads or you know overseas players don't sometimes have that work ethic so i think that's the one thing i've took from a lot of the readings from like watford fans and some of the newcastle fans that out of everything even though he's a really good technically gifted player it's his work ethic that stands out most the the reason he had the reason he had a shocker last night and he did in the second half he he didn't do do well one perhaps his head had been looking at some some headlines that's fair enough you know at that age you know, you guys with your background coming, your, your head's going to be turned a little bit. But secondly, was because he was trying to get into all sorts of areas to come and affect the ball because it had to go through him because nobody else was performing. He never hid once. He doesn't. If, it, if it's not working, he'll go and he'll look for it again. He'll look for it. And you guys know a thing or two about forwards. You know, yes, they all miss, but it's about the ability and the propensity to get into the position to get the next one when you've missed the last two that that, 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 that kind of count. The, the, the kid has got a lot of character his family have been with him as i mentioned obviously he lost his dad but his mother and other people are there so he's he's of sound background he's of sound um personality and temperament because if you're going to put that kind of money down you need to need to make sure that that's the case and uh yeah if you do get him he will be watched both enviously and and very very fondly by watford fans i think the other can, thing can to say is so just very quickly oh. if you'd have said no, we're buying uh sar i'd have gone Ah, okay. Okay. And if you just said we're buying Dennis, I'd have gone. Good luck. But the fact that you're looking at buying Pedro is just, you know, it's 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 not nice for us Watford fans because we were really looking forward to seeing what he was going to do this season. So he is a very, you know, we've said it. He's a very very good player, and I think if you do buy him in a year's time, you'll be saying to us, "You were right. He's fantastic, and he was worth every penny." Sar Sar is absolutely world beatingly devastating for three minutes a game. If you knew what three minutes they were going to be, you'd got the manager from him. I know that feeling. <laughs> Absolutely. I knew there was something coming from there, Charlie. I knew there was something. But Charlie, you wanted to just say something. Yeah, yeah. I just want to ask. Like, I was you have um, made us a lot more optimistic about the signing lads because um, I don't know if you've heard us before when I was saying I feel like we need someone for the here and now. I know that you've had another Brazilian who was about the same age for you know, who we also signed from uh, Fluminense. He's just been sold as um, he's just been sold to Tottenham this summer for sixty million from Everton. How would you compare with Charleston at Watford? Similar sort of age, similar style of play, would you say, or would you, which one was sort of better? Do you want to take this, just or shall I? Well, you're more technically minded than me, Pete, so you'll probably be able to explain it better than I can. I think. That translates as I'm a gobshite, basically. Let's be honest. Um, <laughs> Didn't want to say that. But... <laughs> yeah. Um, Richarlison was that much further along when we signed him. Um, it, you know, uh, uh, Pedro Pedro was a lad, and he came in, and he came in a really difficult posi- uh, time. When we signed Richarlison, we had Marco Silva, and he was flying. He was absolutely ripping up trees. Everton came sniffing around. Uh, as you said earlier on, don't do an Everton. That's always good life advice as far as I'm concerned. But Everton came <laughs> sniffing around. Marco yeah. Silva's head turned and he then sulked for six months. You have not seen, through manager change and different system change, you have not seen this lad sulk once. And I appreciate what you're talking about is technical ability. Richarlison was probably about a season or two ahead of him, I would suggest. We are yeah. now seeing... At this moment in time, and this is the frustration from the Watford fans, we're just about to see what we suspect is going to be Richarlison's breakthrough season. So whoever's doing the the recruitment up there and looking at him um, and having a look at who are their front three they're picking, um, 
you're doing a better job than Forrest and Palace or Leeds or whichever one of the no marks are doing going for Saar. Um, he is, I, 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 would, I would take him and I would suggest if he's not ready yet, season after this, he will be pulling up trees. Call it Duty Modern Warfare is here, and so is Mountain Dew. Roger that. Now you can unlock in-game rewards like only Dew can. Wait, what rewards? A Dew Operator Skin. Man, I love Operator Skins. Dual double XP, and even Call of Duty points. You're kidding me. Double XP and Call of Duty points? This is incredible. I can't believe it. This... Soldier, get a hold of yourself. Oh, Roger that. Look for specially marked packaging and visit mtndugaming.com for details and restrictions. Open to U.S. residents, 17 plus. Call of Duty points available on 12 and 24 packs and free 20 and 23. Interesting. Plus. Chris, Plus. I'm going to come to you, Chris, because Michael Poma in the chat has made it very, very clear. He said he's not worth 30 million with that goal return, guys. Yeah. And, he, and he's been obviously very vocal in that, which, you know, Michael Poma, Michael, you're always very vocal and we absolutely love that about you with regards to uh, your opinions on all things Newcastle United. But I'm just going to share this with you. Uh, uh, can you see that on the screen? Just about. Yep. Nearly. Here we go, yeah. Yeah, can you see it now? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so what I'm showing you, Chris, is um, uh, Ja Pedro's defensive stats. Um, and as you can see, green is good. Um, <laughs> so you're looking at... You're not just looking at the tackles; you're looking at the dribbles. So his tackles in the in the attacking and defensive third, seventy uh, six percentile, eighty seven percentile. Um, so you can see his pressures in the in the attacking third in, in the mids. Okay, the attacking third isn't quite there, but certainly in the mid thirds, which tells you a little bit that he might sometimes play off the striker, which I think Justin and Pete have alluded to. Um, his blocks, his shot, shot blocks, interceptions, um, clearances, all in the green. You know, thinking about Eddie Howe and the way he wants his forward players to play with intensity, with work rate, is this why he wants Ja Pedro at Newcastle United? Quite possibly, yeah. I mean, we, we know that Eddie Howe um, expects his team to work. I think the only... The only exception to that rule, you could argue, might be St. Maximin. But even we've seen in the past, what, six, 12 months, there's yeah. been a there's been an attempted change of St. Maximin. And, you know, we well, it's, that's probably for a separate discussion, but you could argue that that's maybe to been the detriment of his attack and play yeah. um, because he's never quite looked the same, St. Maximin, uh, for a long time now. Um, but those stats that, are, that I'm reading, Pete, you know, they, they look, you know, they look incredibly good. Particularly when you when you brought this up, particularly depressing. Um, yeah. And you know we we know that um, Eddie Howe has a lot of time for Miguel Almiron. And if you could yeah. if you could offer us you know a player with potential who's got the traits of Miguel Almiron, but perhaps who's I, I always use this word who perhaps has got a higher ceiling and somebody who could develop into a better player with better finishing with better end product. Then you know it could it could be one hell of a player we've got in our hands, and you know I do take Michael Pomar's point. You know, football can be stats stats based. You know what I mean? But ultimately, you do have to look at the all round game, and that's always been my defence of someone like Miggy Armadon. You know, I, I look at what he does on the pitch, I look at what he brings to the team, and let's not forget, as you've as you know, you and the lads have already pointed out, this lad's twenty, this lad's twenty, and all the things. Um, all the things that you know are, are what for friends Justin and Pete have said show that you know sometimes it's not just all about the stats. You know they're watching him week in week out, and all the traits and all the positive vibes that we're getting about 
um, João Pedro. They're exciting. And maybe maybe that's why, you know, that we're, we're talking about a figure of more like 30 million to get him. But I, I, I'm excited by it. And as I say, um, big kudos to uh, Justin and Pete for cheering me up because I think a bit like, um, you know, a bit like some of the other panel members, I've been a bit, you know, I've always looked at Emmanuel Dennis. I've always looked at Ismail Assar. And they're the ones who always seem to get the headlines. People have mm. acknowledged that João Pedro could be a good player. And, you know, some people have said, oh, you know, he's a, he's a decent little player. But yeah. for, you know, the Watford fans to be upset over losing João Pedro ahead of the likes of Dennis and Saar can only be a good thing. Yeah. Because, you know, those lads watch him week in, week out. Definitely. Look, you're absolutely right, um, Chris. And you've looked at, look, you look at the... The, the, it's the successful pressures. Mm-hmm. And look, the, these stats are over the course of the last year. So this, you know, the, the, there's an element of this that kind of, you know, goes into uh, the last Premier League season as well. So you look at the likes of quality of pressures and, uh, um, uh, you know, the blocks, everything in there, if, in my opinion, is what um, is exactly what Eddie Howe is looking for, in my opinion, from that. And look, I'll... Um, I'll, I'll I'll go back to it in a second um, because uh, you asked the question and you mentioned something just a second ago, which I thought was quite interesting, is that you mentioned Miguel Miron. So I'll bring Miguel Miron's defensive um, pressures up. And, you know, they're still extremely high. His tackles, his dribbles, um, his successful pressures are maybe not as high. Uh, His blocks are not quite there. So uh, although they're still very, very impressive defensive stats, we can already see that at 20 years old, Jar Pedro's performance in terms of that type of game that we want from an Eddie Howe player, it isn't quite the same um, in some areas. Mm. So just to give you that little bit of a comparison uh, of what Miguel Miron can give you, um, uh, that was there. But that, that was really, really kind of an interesting one um, from, from that perspective. And it gives you a little bit more of an idea of Jar Pedro and his abilities. Um, Lots in the chat have mentioned um, about the goal return, Daz. Is that a concern for you? I think there was three goals, one assist, um, you know, in in the last season in the Premier League. Pete and Justin have told us not to worry about that because they were playing in a, in their words, a a real poor, dire team. Nobody scored for us last year. It wasn't just Pedro that wasn't firing. It was no one scored for us last year. And and real real poor and dire team really isn't doing us justice for the season that we had last year. Don't be polite. There really is no need. We were dreadful, mate. We were were beyond crap. Yeah, it it, it does concern me, people. before you even brought up the, the stats, and when his name was first mentioned first, I think we talked about it with Matty the other day, is that uh, I did look at uh, look some clips of him. He, he never looked like a number nine to me. I know he got that header goal against us, but he does look look like more like attacking or on the wings kind of kind of player. Um, it's and I, I'm I'm I answered yes to Charlie's poll actually today, and I, I'm willing to give him a chance uh, at Newcastle. I think Eddie Howe can get get something out of him, uh, and with, with him being young, he'd be able to mold him and so on and so forth. And the whole link up with. Brazilian hopefully uh, works out as well with Joe Linton and Bruno. But um, 
the, the, other, the only thing is, though, I think I said the other night as well, the, the price went in at first, we knew we'd have to go into the second bid, but I wouldn't be going any further than, than where we're going at now, because then it, it brings into the, the equation others that we've looked at, and a, a case in point, Ramos for Benfica, who's as in the chat there, he's after scoring in the, the Champions League against Kiev t- tonight, so he, he to, to balance it out, I, I, I'd only go so far... Uh, uh, for him, I wouldn't, and I wouldn't go any further. This last bid would be the final bid for for, for me. I'd, I'd look at the others we've, we've already looked at, and we have on the the waiting list, let's say. And um, yeah, I think that if if we're looking for a, a striker, a number nine, someone to slot in for Wilson, I not don't think he's the one. But as a kind of a, a Miggy replacement uh, or, or an alternative, he's he's he, he um, how could get the best out of him? Great point to make Daz, and this is what I'll come back to you, Justin and Pete, on this. And you may have answered it already, but I want a sort of a definitive answer on that. Daz has asked the question. He said, maybe not as a Callum Wilson replacement, I wouldn't have him, but maybe as a Miguel Almiron replacement, maybe on the right um, of, of the attacking three, I would have him there. In your opinions, from what you've seen of him, definitively, where do you both individually see his best position being if you're going to play him in one position only. You've talked about him playing across the middle. It's been talked about and documented a lot. Where would you play him every week, all the time, to ensure that you get the best out of um, Jao Pedro? Probably as a number 10, I would have thought. Um, or, uh, you know, an attacking midfielder, someone, a midfielder playing high up the pitch, I would have thought. He's not a, he's not a number nine, I don't think. He's not at the moment number nine there's no reason why he couldn't be developed into one I wouldn't have thought but uh, for my money he's probably a number 10 what do you think Pete I think it well it depends what formation you're going to play because you're buying if you do get him you're buying somebody who's extremely tactically flexible so if you're if you're playing two up he can play as a second striker if you're playing a a four two three one he could play any one of that that three and he could also play as a single one up front Genuine, he can. His body is developing. And a lot of the video that you'll see is, unsurprisingly, as with all video from the past, he is developing. You know, his body is coming along and he's he's stronger than you would imagine. Um, you know, for, for a lad who you, you'll look at little things and think, oh, he's kind of, you know, bendy little rubber kind of running around. No, no, this this, this kid's this kid's made of oak moving forward. Um, if, if you're playing in the uh, uh, kind of a, a three, four, one, two. You can play him in any one of those front three positions. If you're playing a four, three, three, he can play any one of those across the three. That's that's mm-hmm. what you're buying. You're buying flexibility in terms of what else can come in and come around. I was thinking. I was thinking about this earlier on. Sorry, just to kind of obviously, you have now got newfound riches, and of course, the the team who has done this before has been Manchester City. And I think a lot of people will be looking at Yao Pedro and thinking something along the lines of, "Oh, it is similar to the kind of Robinho signing." And I don't think it is. You're not bringing in a flash Brazilian to do that. You're bringing somebody in for the long term. You're looking at a David Silva kind of impact, i.e. over a prolonged period of time, because that's where the value is. And that's going to be why Watford will be playing hardball on the value. All of the people saying, look at the goal return. I wouldn't go for it. You're absolutely spot on. If you're looking to something on Saturday, would I would I be buying? But no, but your club aren't doing that. They are planning a bloody empire by the looks of things. They are planning for the next 10 years. And therefore what they need to have in the building is people who are going to come in and be succession planning and people who can, when somebody drops out, we can fit him in there. We can fit him in there. And I think he would be, um, I sorry, I can't remember which, which of you gents said it. If he's got a better, if he's got a higher ceiling, this kid genuinely, the sky is the limit. 
I'm trying to. I, I should be on commission for this. The thing is, Peter, you're, you're he, not, he, you're he not asked, Ted agent, are you, Pete? Uh, <laughs> he wishes. <laughs> yeah. I, I think the question was, Peter, which one position? And you gave about nine there. I think Pete <laughs> said it. But, but that <laughs> is the point. One. But that's the point. It was a great question. It was simply the wrong one. <laughs> in the com- there's a comment in the chat there from uh, Wayne Patton. He says, give them Chris Wood. Now, Chris Wood. He hasn't really done too well for Newcastle since he came in in uh, January, right. but in You're the right, championship, man. he could be <laughs> a force in the championship. And obviously losing Dennis, would you be open to getting Chris Wood as part of the deal? No. Thank you very much. <laughs> that's that's, 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 that's going well. That's that one lifting the bud. I think the thing which we're, trying, we're trying to do is we've, got, we've now got a young manager in process i mean you've seen the difference between you know kind of the old and the new and the fresh and the, all of that that's what we're coming in so I, th- I think that's where we'll go for it and the potsos you know you know we, we've got these three you know lads who who are in the process of going it would seem you know with with yao and nobody can blame him for, for doing it he doesn't know if this offer will ever come again it's no there's no there's no um kind of bitterness about that if he does go regret yes but bitterness no We'll, we'll go and find somebody who we've never heard of before. They'll bring them in. We'll say they're rubbish. And then in two to three months, they'll turn out to be really, really good. And then we'll, the whole kind of cycle will return. Chris Wood's definitely not on our radar, I'm afraid. But good try. <laughs> <laughs> we always try our best. But look, guys, um, I, I'm, look, you've been longer than what I anticipated. I only said 20 minutes. But uh, I think everyone in the chat has it, it, it said it as well. You guys have talked so much sense. You've given us a completely different perspective on the likes of Jao Pedro and what he could potentially offer Newcastle United. Um, William, William Smith has said, do you want Jacob Murphy? <laughs> Never heard of this him. This is like so. a forum for agents, isn't it? This is excellent. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but no, on, on a serious level, look, I already know, and Chris knows, because we've had you on away days a number of times, it's been a it's been a pleasure to having you on the this, this show. I know you've jumped on last minute after recording your own shows. Um, it, thank you for your your insight. I'm sure you know if the deal gets confirmed. I'm sure we'll we'll have you on again to do a little bit more of a chat and, and what to expect from from Jao Pedro. But um, I let you guys go uh, just before you go. Do you want to just plug um, your your pod and where people can find you? Yeah, you can find our podcast pretty much anywhere where you can listen to a podcast. So we're on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and everywhere else. Uh, even uh, the Smart Speaker system, I believe, we're on there as well. Uh, you can follow us at DNSYE underscore podcast. Um, that's our Twitter and we've got all sorts of things. I think we've even branched into TikTok today as well. So we're kind of everywhere. You can't miss wow. us. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Boys, just a quick question before you go. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm, hopefully we'll speak to you before the end of the season as Pete says but are you just coming back up this season well I thought we were until we sold all our forwards uh, <laughs> um, Chris Wood is the answer yeah, no um, I don't know that was a very polite no we don't want him um, I don't know I mean in theory you know we were one of the, the relegated teams with parachute payments and all the rest of it, so we should be there or thereabouts. If you'd have asked me that um, at the beginning of the season when we were, you know, firing with three forwards, I'd have said yes. God knows now. Who knows? Let's see if we can recruit properly and, you know, uh, replace anybody that does go out the door. Uh, you know, it's going to be very difficult to replace Jao Pedro, that's for sure. What do you think, Pete? Do you think we're still in with a shout now? 
Uh, well, you guys know what it's like when you go down in the championship. Um, in, in terms of Ooh, us, we, that we was had a low blow, Peter. Some... No, 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 no. I mean, I'm, no, I don't mean it like that. Not I mean anymore, is, yeah, yeah, they have. Oh, no, absolutely. But we've we've still got that concern, um, uh, and therefore we've we've had to shed about sixty million quid's worth of players so far. That included Dennis. Doesn't include Sar. Obviously, doesn't include if you get your Pedro. We also hawked or bought forward like a payday loan, for want of a better phrase, our two parachute payments. Personally, if we don't go up, this is this is like a shit or bust strategy, basically, because otherwise, you know what happens when you go past the parachute payments. You've got to do another level of reduction again. So I think we've really got to go for it if we if we possibly can. Oh, my apologies if I. Uh, um, so we, we've got to go for it, and it's what they do with the investment. Because if we sell the front three, we've got to get into the market and get something. Fingers crossed, we do it. Well, we for sure hope that you do it because look. Yeah. Away days is not the same without you guys look, looking at the previews to Newcastle United against Watford. Um, look, guys, it's been an absolute pleasure. Great to have you on, Justin. Great to have you on, Pete. Um, give Carl our best, uh, our, our best regards as well. We miss him too. Um, and hopefully we'll be able to meet up with you guys for a Premier League game uh, at Vicarage Road or St. James's Park in, in the future. But um, we'll let you guys go and, and enjoy the rest of the evening. But... Uh, thank you for your insight. You guys take care. Speak to you soon. Pleasure, mate. Cheers, guys. Lads. Talk take to you care. Soon. Cheers, boys. Thank you. Cheers, Cheers, lads. Lads. Sports Social Podcast Network. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around, you've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? <whistles> At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery free in terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.